0: Welcome to Branding You Real Estate. This is your host, Corinne King, and thank you so much for clicking on this episode and tuning in and joining me on this journey. Um, And if you are new here, you're probably wondering what is this podcast about? So Branding You Real Estate is exactly how it sounds. It's for real estate agents created by a real estate agent to give you inspiration, motivation, and ideas to help you improve your business, your brand, and you as a real estate professional. So I had the opportunity to bring one of my favorite guests back, JD Waldvogel. Waldvogel, I butcher it every time, and I can't redo this podcast every time I butcher it, or I'll never get it done. Um, so he was the very first po- He was the guest on the very first podcast I put out there. And just to give you some background, if you didn't have a chance to listen to that, he is the tech guru for my company and. So the parent company, Coldwell Banker, Schmidt family of companies, they have almost 100 brokerages. And under that, a thousand or thousands of agents that he oversees. So he understands technology, he understands social media and web design, and he understands real estate. So he, there's no one else better to talk to than him. Um, and today we focus on a topic where I wanted to learn more about And so I just figured rather than emailing him or calling him, why don't I put it into a podcast for you to learn as well? And we talk about SEO. So that's search engine optimization. And this is pretty much what you can do once you have a website. What you can do rather than hiring someone, it sounds way more technical. I always thought I had to hire someone for like $100 an hour to improve my SEO, but you can do it. And JD goes into length about how things that you can do right now, the second we get off of this podcast. So I will let the podcast begin so you can start taking notes. And with that, I would grab a pen and paper or come back to this with a pen and paper if you're driving or heading out and you don't have a chance to write all this down. Anyways, enjoy and happy branding. All right, so I am here with JD. Darn it, I should have practiced your last. I'm gonna try it again, JD Waldvogel. 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 I like
1: Vogel. Darn yeah. It. yeah. I mean, again, it depends on how German you're going. If you go Waldvogel, like you're nailed it. Oh, so but you're we don't. It. Yeah, yeah, you're but wrong? I don't, no, We don't normally wrong. go with the German pronunciation because it it sounds a little um, bougie. To be, you know, to be like, no, the W is pronounced like a V. It's Waldvogel. So we we just with Walt
0: Vogel. I like it. So yeah. if anyone is listening that has been on this journey with me with Branding You Real Estate, you already know this name and this voice because uh, JD was the very first well, podcast that I put out into the world. So I, your podcast yeah, is the one I said was the first one where we talked about storytelling. And yeah. um, I will be doing a kind of like a interlude or an introduction before this, but if I miss this part... JD, mm-hmm. I work with JD um, with Coldwell Banker Schmidt Family of Companies. You oversee mm-hmm. all of the hundreds, hundreds, right, of offices, um, uh, agents, just
1: on uh, thousands of agents, thousands um, of agents, under, just under a hundred offices. We're in the '90s now,
0: and um, you oversee everything from social media to graphic design and to what else. I mean, you do it all. Yeah, so Video. I'm I'm
1: part of our marketing group, and we've got. A great head of marketing, Tracy, I mean, you obviously know Tracy, she's mm-hmm. sort of president of marketing. And then um, right. underneath her is myself and all of our designers. So I do all of the uh, video production. That's sort of my my background. And then uh, social media training, the, the Coldwell Banker brand offers a lot of technologies to our agents. Um, and so I, I'm, I kind of train on those and know those really well. So yeah, anything digital marketing, digital media related is sort of my um my wheelhouse and if it's not I just go to the person whose wheelhouse it is and we and we figure it out. So yeah.
0: And today I brought you back on here because for Mm -hmm. something to me that I have a lot of questions from an agent standpoint is SEO. So search engine optimization. Yes. And so just a backstory for anyone listening, I reached out to JD and I was like, hey, I really want to speak to someone about this topic. Um, and first I would love for you to be the person who's the expert and you happen to know quite a bit about it. And I yeah. think you're great at explaining things. So I know that you'll be able to, and I don't want to say dumb it down, but make it, um, easier Blame for us turns, agents yeah. to understand what SEO is. So search yeah. engine optimization. Can we start with like, what in the heck is that? And then we can go in why we need to know and what it will do for our business.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, so again, whenever you, for all the people listening, like everyone kind of comes at it from like a different point on the spectrum. So, like what I'm gonna say now might be like no duh for a lot of people, but I think like I've heard this mix up a lot. There are sort of two things. There's search engine optimization, optimization, and then there's search engine marketing, SEO and SEM. And the two of them in my experience kind of get mixed up a lot. Like people will say, so SEO search engine optimization is optimizing your websites, your, your online presence to, um, generally organically come up and and higher in search results for specific keywords, specific tags, specific, um, phrases that people search. Search engine optimization is trying to build your website and your content so that that shows up uh, on obviously namely Google, obviously Bing and Yahoo and stuff, but Google is what we're talking about mainly. Search engine marketing is doing advertisements on those platforms. So you're doing, you're paying for Google AdWords. You're something, you know, something along those lines. Um, And so they are totally different things. Search engine optimization at its core is free. Because it's it's, kind of like
0: PR is SEO and Mm -hmm. SEM is the advertising side.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a pretty great way of, of describing it. Yeah. The the PR part is really just how you're curating everything and how you're presenting things. And then the advertising is um, you're paying to get that out there in a certain way. Um, Or if you want to talk like social media specifically, and again this is this is really oversimplifying it. So if you are an expert on this, which I'm sure there are experts more than me on this topic listening, don't yell at me cuz I know that it's dumbing it down or simplifying it, but you know, SEO is like posting organically on Facebook and then SEM is like boosting a post or advertising a post. So so yeah, search engine optimization is getting your content um, curated and of course optimized so that theoretically your content shows up Higher in the search results over other platforms, websites. When we are
0: talking content, are we talking only content on a website, like a blog, and all of that? That's where I first started to hear about SEO, but we'll dive more into it.
1: Sure,
0: SEO plays into um, the different social sites as well.
1: Yeah, I I think no. So SEO is one of those things where it's like. It's so massive and there are so many things that do play into it that um, it's hard to really nail it down to one thing. The, the content on your websites is a huge part of it down to how you're formulating your paragraph, your opening paragraphs, your, your link titles, like, you know, when you're writing a blog and you have the title, but not only that, the, the URL itself, like what the back end of the link looks like, um, some, it, it can get super granular into how you're naming your photo files. When you're uploading files to your website, Um, how you have things flowing? Do you have it connected to social media? Do you have um, how much traffic is going there? So all of these things affect SEO, um, which is why it is such a complicated um, beast. Is because it's not just like you do this thing, you get SEO. It's it's all of these things. There are
0: specialists and professionals who just do this. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: And you can there's, you know, you can pay people to do that. You know, it's one of those things where I think the the basics of SEO are doable from an agent level, but they take a lot of time and, and not even just they take time to do in the moment. It is a process. You know, I, my, my one of my favorite success stories is we had an agent um, in Traverse City, Michigan, which is um, way up north, uh, who had his website become the number two search result for something, I think it was some mix of this, but Traverse City Luxury Waterfront. And which is, or a, 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 versions of that are highly searched in the Traverse City area because there's a lot of waterfront luxury homes. He became number two on Google for that search result um, by blogging every single day. And it didn't cost him a dollar. every single day. So that's the, exactly, yes. I'm sure he skipped it, right? I'm sure he skipped days here or there. But the idea was that Part of his daily routine was creating a blog post some of them were way more um thought out and yeah in depth than others but there was a post going on the page every day and 18 to 24 months later he was at the top of the page for free so it's like a time versus money sort of a thing
0: right so how so was the name of his blog traverse city waterfront
1: it was mainly key, If I remember correctly, it was mainly keyword driven. Okay. So the idea, um, and this is sort of getting into like the actual tactics itself, but the idea is sort of to identify a bunch of phrases that you want to show up for. Now, the hard thing is it's sort of like Instagram hashtagging where you, you can't go something too broad because every, you know, if you just do West Michigan homes, Well, of course, everybody is going to be going for that. Or Saint Croix vacation homes. You can still do that, but it's going to take a lot lot more time and effort because that those are such generic words that everybody is going to be doing that. But you don't want to go so specific, like you know, uh, West Side Saint Croix condos for sale under the. I don't know, like something really, really specific because no one's searching that. So you kind of want to find that middle ground of things that are. Uh, searched uh, pretty frequently, but aren't like dominated by um, your Zillows and your, you know, apartments and rentals and stuff. Um, And there's a touch of hyper-localness that really makes that pop. Um, Because Zillow knows the general street names, area, uh, giant cities, but they don't know the names of the new developments that are going in, or the names of the neighborhoods that are in, or the um, sort of, I don't, not necessarily slang, but like the terms that, Parts of town are called that people might be searching for, but wouldn't be properly in Zillow. So it's identifying those phrases and and saying, okay, these are the three things that I want to come up for. So let's just say Traverse City luxury waterfront homes. Um, and then part of it is every time you write a blog, you're working those keywords into your blog Do in they the first have couple to of be paragraphs.
0: Contiguous or can they be dispersed? No, they don't. Like they, and and actually. Here?
1: Yes. And you want to do it like that. Cause the problem, well, not the problem. The thing is, is that um, Google knows that people do this. So like if you literally just paste a bunch of keywords in it's going the, the bots. And again, this is where I start to feel like I'm talking over my head. The bots will notice that and they won't index it the same way because they can see there's no effort here because I always feel like whenever I talk, I feel like what that meme of like the guy with like the, 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 um, uh, board behind them with all like the red strings going all over Mm -hmm. the place and like cutouts from newspapers. Um, Because the, the thing that people always think, forget, I think, whether it's realtors or businesses is that so we want so much stuff from a marketing and business perspective, but we also have to remember that the user experience is more, in my opinion, more important than the business experience because if there are no customers on this platform or in this medium, then there is no point in us advertising here. So the consumer needs to have a good experience in order for our marketing platforms to work. So, um, what, what Google does is they'll they'll put these bots through these websites to make sure that people aren't just copying and pasting a paragraph of keywords over and over and over, because if they see that they'll go, there's no value for the consumer here. So why would we show this to them? So the the, the so effort the part are comes filtering
0: in that to make sure that the consumer is getting a good experience
1: exactly that there's value for what they're reading so if you just do like i said luxury waterfront traverse city luxury homes homes for sale like that kind of stuff they'll go they'll pick up on it okay um, and but if you start to make it sound more natural you know like saying uh, as an expert of luxury waterfront homes in the traverse city area i know what you know i know that the top three things uh, that people are looking for are um lots of front ed- you know lots of lake frontage, um, beautiful views of Lake Michigan, and a great location in the Traverse City area. So what you're doing there is you're still putting Lake Michigan in as a keyword. You're putting Traverse City in. You're using all of these phrases, but you're doing it in a sentence as opposed to
0: tags. And before we go too far, I just want to clarify that we are literally just talking about right now how to maximize your SEO for a website, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. So So yeah, SEO generally, you're referring to websites because if you think of things like Facebook, um, they have great SEO built in. So if you search for, if your Facebook page is JD Waldvogel Realtor and someone searches for JD Waldvogel Realtor, Facebook's gonna be one of the top results, whether your page is a week old or two years old or whatever. But yeah, we are specifically talking about websites um, that, that you have built or have blogs on or, or et cetera.
0: Okay. So we'll keep, I just wanted to clarify that just in case for sure. like, should I be writing this on Facebook, on my Instagram? So those all have their different the, quirks. And, and, right and now, they
1: will play into this a little bit. So, okay, we'll um, yeah. So what we're talking about right now is we how are you formatting your content for search engine optimization? You're trying to work in keywords and phrases generally in the opening couple of paragraphs, um, that relate to what you're trying to do, what you're trying to get to the top of. So, like I said, you're you're making it sound more natural. Like the three things that people look for in a luxury home in this area are beautiful views of Lake Michigan. Uh, you know, like you're 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 working in it in like that. Most blogs also have a a tag section uh, or a keyword section. That is where you're listing everything. That's where you're adding the tags of waterfront, luxury, vacation, you know, stuff like that. Um, so those you know they act a little bit differently, but you're filling both of those things out. And then, of course, the title is the the title can be a little bit tricky because you want to use keywords, but you also want to uh, I the word the term clickbait is completely over you is completely incorrectly used generally. Um, but you want to have something catchy that can that, why, you know why would I so t- you know like I said the um, top three feature again this is not a great one but top three features in Traverse City luxury homes. Or top three desire, you know, like you're 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 making it go. You're making me want to go. I want to see what those things are. You're making me want to click on it while still incorporating that
0: first page, and then that title is what should catch them.
1: Yes, yes, and I think the biggest component here that we're that we're missing is time. So you do one blog, that's great. It's not going to happen overnight. You know, again, some this can take literally anywhere between. On a, on a low end, if you've got a really specific thing that nobody else is really competing for, three months, four months. In reality, we're talking a year, 18 months. Um, and like I said, there are companies that will pay that you can pay to do this for you for your site. The question starts to become, and this is a personal decision, is it worth your money to save time or is it worth your time to save money? Um, I I have realized fairly recently with our trainings that we, with our tools and our assets in the, in the brand that we do a lot of, we say a lot of like, make it, make this part of your morning routine. So when you wake up and you turn your computer on, you check this and you check this and you check this. But if you do all of those things, your morning routines, two hours long, you know, like, so it's one of those things where if you can consistently, um, consistently blog and, and add content to your page, then it's, going to speed it up that much quicker.
0: Well, it's kind of like be consistent or don't waste your time at all.
1: Yeah. I I mean, mean, there's, there's obviously other value for blog posts than just SEO, but yes, if that's your main purpose, a lot of our
0: articles, um, to mm -hmm. share with buyers and sellers and things like that. But well,
1: and that's the thing I, you know, when we're talking about blogs, part of the, part of the secret is like, I'm not saying write a, a nine paragraph blog every time, maybe your blog is a couple intro paragraphs. And then you say, Take a look at this great HGTV article or HGTV video below for more tips on blah blah blah. So you're putting your spin on it a little bit, but then you're using other content, crediting it properly. Not trying to not you're not plagiarizing, but you are linking other places like that. So you can still. um,
0: Does that help your SEO placement when you put in outside links? Like do they do the bots
1: like that? They don't. Um, I my well no I I believe my understanding and again might be wrong my understanding is that it doesn't hurt it but it doesn't necessarily help it's, it's kind of neutral right it's just okay. like you're adding content it's
0: more just giving you your time back in a sense
1: that's exactly so if, that's, okay. that was my point was like yeah if you don't want to write blogs all day long um write a couple paragraphs and then you know link somewhere else which is saving you a little bit of time yes
0: okay so um, i really want to keep this at because there you could hire someone who is an SEO expert and you're right, Mm -hmm. that's when it starts like being way too complicated. Yes, And you've already done a great job with this, but I really want to keep everything at like an agent level. Sure. What they can do themselves because I do find a lot of agents going into this is, you know, I don't have an extra thousand dollars a month to pay someone to write a blog every day. Right. uh, Right now, right now. So this is something that agents can do right now, and this is what you can do yourself?
1: Yes, so I, I think if I were to, and I always am cautious with this sort of phrasing, if I were to dumb all of social and digital marketing down into one phrase, it would be content is king. Yep, I think that I that, that, rings that across true. the true. yeah, right, yeah. And consistent <laughs> um,
0: content. Yes,
1: yes, that's, that's, that's maybe better, consistent content is king because um, what we expect as consumers is value. Why should I click on your ads? Why should I interact with your brand? Why should I follow your brand? It's because it's value. And value does not just mean offers. It does not just mean 10% off or a free home evaluation. Value can be entertainment. It can be information. It can be comfort, inspiration, any of these things. So, so yeah, so from an agent perspective, that the, the simplest way for me to think about SEO is content is king. Consistent content is king. So you're writing consistently, you're using these keywords, you're using these phrases, but the more you do it, the more you get it out there, the better it's going to, the higher it's going to go. Because again, think of who your competitors are. If you're writing lifestyle content, because again, you're not going to have topics directly related to real estate for two years. You're going to have things related to home, to family, to pets, all this stuff. That's great. Um, but you're competing against HGTV. You're competing against Zillow. You're competing at Realtor.com. So like right. consistency is going, now on a hyper local level, there is opportunity to get above them and that's very possible, but consistency is what gets you to that level.
0: So, and there, and this is really, I've had to like retrain my brain. I get so excited about projects or writing or blogging and sure. I'm way overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. So there was like a phrase I came up with that really hit me that is consistency is better than complexity. And yeah. it just, it would be better for you to do something short and sweet mm-hmm. every day rather than doing something so profound and complex with like gorgeous photos. Once yeah,
1: I think so. I I think so. I think the 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 act of doing it is better than. I I would hesitantly say, quantity over quality for this. Hesitantly, because again, you still want to have. quality Right, you stuff. don't want to
0: have terrible photos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because again, like we said, if you're just terrible grammar.
1: If oh gosh, please don't do that. That would kill me. Um, That'll be yeah,
0: the opposite. Someone's going to be like, oh, I'm not going to trust this person with my house. They can't even spell.
1: Yeah. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen there, that there, there. very Don't sort of thing that. happen.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and so this is the other part of it, right? It's like, okay, so this value is great for SEO, the idea of writing blogs, but like you, there there is other value for you as an agent. You can share these things on social media. You can put them in newsletters. You can, you know, literally send it, put it out into the world. And what's interesting is that that also affects SEO, So not only is the the amount of content that you have important, but so is how much traffic you drive there. Again, at a very simplistic level, the more people going to your website or clicking on links from your website or engaging with it in any way, the more that's also going to help it rise up the rankings. Because Facebook, or I'm sorry, Google goes, hey, there's value here. People use this website a lot. They click on it a lot. And it's just one of those other boxes that if it's checked, it helps raise up a little bit uh, in the um, search results. So that's, that's why I'd say like maybe maybe four times a week, you're writing a really simple blog. And maybe that fifth, with all the key, you know, all that jazz, the fifth one is the one you put some time and effort into. And once you've got that, put that on your social media, link to that in your Instagram stories or in your bio, um, put that in your newsletter that you send out. Because the more people click on and and interact with your site, the more traffic or the the more SEO you're going to get out of that. So one post gets you a lot of different facets of value.
0: And I do. So let's go back to... Saving time and being efficient. I am always trying to figure out ways how to be as efficient as possible to produce as Mm much as I can as in a shorter amount of time. Mm -hmm. Becoming a mom will teach you to do that. Becoming a dad, which Jada will be a dad, yeah, Mm -hmm. um, you will learn how to just even be more
1: efficient. (laughs) Right, um, sure. So Mm -hmm. a
0: good point that you're bringing up is how can you reuse these blogs? So yeah. for example, I wrote a couple for our company and I've given ideas to some other agents who are writing blogs as well. And there's certain ones that I reuse over and over. So if yeah. a buyer, if you find a buyer is asking you the same question or buyers are asking you the same questions. Yeah. what are the closing costs? Put into a blog, copy and paste. So now you've saved yourself so much time down the road or exactly. you have a list of inspectors and then maybe create a resource page that you can copy and paste. Or I totally
1: agree. Yeah. To
0: yeah. your home or prepare your house for an inspection. So those are a whole bunch of things you can Well, that's use. And
1: that goes back to that value thing, right? Where it's like the best sort of content is things that people are going to want. I know it sounds stupid. That people are going to want to read or click on. And if you're pulling your content literally from the people who you're marketing to, right. there's value there. So if you're like, like you said, and it's a mindset thing. This is a thing that's hard with social media um, for people who are new to it. Um, or switching from maybe alternative means of marketing into this, you have to think in those terms, you have to think, Hey, this is the third person this month or in the past couple of months to ask me about what, you know, I always kind of joke, cause this was an issue I had, what an inspection means versus a, um,
0: an appraisal. A, what
1: is, an appraisal. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't get why we're doing, you know, what the difference is. So it's like, um, if someone asks you something consistently or multiple people ask you something, think to yourself, this could be a good blog. Um, and when, and then if you decide to post it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, what I like to do sometimes is like schedule it out a few days, a few times in that moment. So you, you post it live right then. So like Mm -hmm. September 14th, I post it and then maybe I go, Hey, you know what? I'll schedule it again for January 8th or something like that.
0: Right. Keep driving people back to it.
1: Yeah. Especially those ones, like you said, that there's a lot of value in. I, you know, it's, it's maybe not the most, um, planned out way of doing it, but like schedule it two or three times over the next few months. So then come January, you're working on your content calendar. You go, oh, I already have something scheduled for these three or four days. Like that just helps me get ahead of schedule a little bit.
0: I have a question with someone that just came up. Um, yes. So I know you mentioned, you know, write a blog every day. Um, and then on that fifth day, do the big, beautiful, amazing blog. What right. if you because everyone's brain works a little differently. Like I go, Mm -hmm. I call it like my, when I go into my creative zone and I tell people like, Mm -hmm. don't talk to me, don't call me. I just get in my creative zone because when I'm disrupted, um, I can't focus back on it. So what if, well, I kind of just answered my question, but what if someone wanted to make, you know, three, four, five hours or one whole day, their content creation, and they write all of these blogs out, and post them all at the same time i mean that's a lot but
1: that's a great question yeah you know i don't i, I think
0: not like that or we're not you sure? know i
1: i i am this is a, a little bit of guesswork so you know take it with a bit of a grain of salt i don't think it matters all that much i think at the end of the day it's about the content itself how much content there is um i'm not saying if you did 300 blogs in a week that you could just game the system and shoot up the you know up the rankings um, but I think, especially over the course of time, if you were, let's just say, you were spending an hour or two doing six blogs a day, once a week, I mm-hmm. think ultimately it would still achieve the same outcome. So I don't think it's a bad idea at all. I think, especially if when you're in the zone, you're doing that. But it also could be a case of saving, you know, writing them all out, saving them as a draft, that's and then just going and I publishing. It. in my mind while
0: yeah. I, was there. I was like, that's that was the
1: workaround. No, no, no. I th- well, that's the thing is. But like, it does
0: bring up the concept that if you wanted to fast track it, could you just like put in, you know, three hundred right a week?
1: That and that you definitely couldn't. That that you definitely couldn't do. I think like you know, it's yeah. kind of the thing is is all of these algorithms and and yeah, I guess algorithms—they're all proprietary and they don't share any of that data specifically. They don't say here are the nine things you have to do. So a lot of SEO is based off of research and testing and. Um, of course, just time right now that SEO has been a thing for maybe, I don't know, 20 years, at least, you know, we kind of know what works and what doesn't. So I, you know, there's no rule that says you have to do five a week or three a day twice, right? Like it's not written out that specifically. I think as long as you're balancing that, the time, the, the consistency, the keywords, all of these things over the course of a year, it will all balance itself out. So you're, you're checking all of the boxes and yeah, you're going to miss a day, right? If you're doing five a week, you're going to have a week where you forget a couple. That's not going to like put you back to zero. It's just about getting right back into it and doing it again, not falling off the, falling off the horse there, if you will.
0: All right. We have a lot. Now I'm excited. Now I want to start a website and start blogging. (laughs) I don't have time. Yeah.
1: No, well, and again, I know like I've already said this a bunch, but like, the biggest issue with all of this stuff is just the time commitment that it takes. Like, time is your biggest asset and enemy because you can do so much of this stuff online for free, but you have to be able to have the time to do it. And, and I think
0: it's important to understand and calculate your time.
1: Yeah. You, know, if you are busier,
0: it might behoove you to pay someone to write these blogs and you mm-hmm. go out and show property. Yep. and maybe you haven't gotten to that point, so you need to start attracting clients to you, and that's what this value-driven content is. It's all about branding, right. attraction, marketing.
1: Yeah, you know, there's so many different people that I've experienced agent-wise, where um, some people—these uh, are my favorite people to work with. I, I love working with everybody. Let me make that very clear. But the people who really, really just want to um, like get in and do it, like I just tell me what I need to do. I got to do it that's really fun because they have that level of wanting to learn how to do something and then act on it. And then there are a lot of people who love to just kind of throw money at something. And I'd love to be in that position someday to be able to have money to throw at something like that. Make it Um, happen. Make it happen. Yeah. (laughs) Just don't tell me what you're doing. Just do it. Um, And I think, again, as long as you're going to the right sources there, there's value. But I think too many people in my experience expect like overnight success or they want something done right away They They want, you know, so I've had agents come to me who want to do a Facebook ad and they're like, I don't even have a personal Facebook, but I need to do an ad because my listings not selling. And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, if you're coming to me at this part in the process, it's Facebook's not gonna make a difference. There's something wrong with your price, something wrong with your listing, something like that. Right. Um, but it's SEO, um, even SC, SEM, especially um, none of this stuff is a short term solution or, or short, short-term um, uh, gratification. you're right. all, It's always going to be a time commitment thing because again, if I decide I'm gonna do SEO today, I'm going against, if I start today, I'm going against the realtors in my area who are already doing it, the other businesses in my area who are already doing it, the big, and that's just on the local level, let alone the big brands and corporations and companies that do all this too you're not going to be able to do something right away, beat everybody else, and get to the top. It is a commitment. You have to have consistency and patience to get to that point. Because otherwise, you'll try it for a week. I'm sure I shared this story before, but I had that agent one time who um, told me Facebook ads didn't work. And when we looked at everything, he had done three ads over the course of nine months for a total of nine days. One day a month is what the math worked out to. And I was like, that's not the fate, the, pl- the platform's fault. Nothing works. If you do it one day a month for nine months, I like, had just that marketing
0: too. Cause you know, a lot of them might ask me about Facebook. I really sure. am just like winging all of this social media stuff and I just try it and do it and just keep doing it. Um, but I, like, I haven't actually received anything off it. Like what, what's the big deal? And I was like, when was the last time you posted? Like, I like, not know, a couple weeks ago. And I was right. like, well, oh, so you have to do it like every day consistently. And yeah. then, you know, checking you I don't know if you can do this with SEO and we won't go too far into social but I'm learning about how to read my insights yeah and figure out yeah. the time to post and all of that I mean SEO is probably completely different it doesn't
1: a little I mean it really depends on the website a lot you can so you know you've got Google Analytics where you can track yeah. traffic to your websites you can track um, you know how many clicks how long people stay on your website so you can track website analytics like that um, but also every website operates a little bit differently too so there are you know if you're if we're talking WordPress specifically which is a pretty big company or you know a platform they have plugins that you can also track internally the data from clicks and stuff like that um, I wouldn't know off the top of my head because it would change depending on the platforms and the plugins how much of it is SEO based but there are um, SEO plugins that will check your website and tell you, this is not optimized that well. Here are 10 things you can do to fix your, to to make your website more SEO friendly. So I don't know if they can give you the analytics, but they can give you the tips to tweak things to make it better.
0: So I was working on some blogs uh, for our company actually. And Mm -hmm. I, and this was one of the things that, oh, I have a couple more questions for you. This is one of the things that like, I was like, I need to get better at this because I I felt like I was putting in good keywords. I had a good title um, and it still was saying like, I was getting like this red flag, like still not good enough. I was like, what else do I need to put in there? Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Easy to read. And I was like, I feel like it's great. What else can I put in there?
1: Right. Um, Yeah. So Some some of those things things you gotta be careful. Yeah. You got some, and you you gotta be careful with some of those things too. Like it's, again, the readability thing is a very vague term. And I, and I couldn't tell you what it's truly based off of. um, Because again, like readability for, for Mm -hmm. a bot, even if it's, even if it's um, built to detect human readability, right? Like, is this readable as a person? They're not gonna ace it 100% of the time because they just, they're not they humans. humans, right? Yeah, right. so so I think there's a, yeah, some, some of it is is going, this is good, I'm sure this will be fine. Um, and some of it is taking the edits and you know working with them from the site, but yeah.
0: So while we're in content, this was actually the big question I had for you. Um, and I okay. wanted to ask an SEO expert, So a lot of times, especially with the bigger brands like Coldwell Banker, um, Mm -hmm. we go into our MLS, whatever MLS Mm -hmm. system you have, and you write out beautiful copy for a home, condo, or land. Is there specific, can we tweak that or put in specific words to optimize how it's received via the website? Um, Populates over many websites, but is there a way that we can optimize the copy in our listings and put in keywords to drive more traffic to that specific listing, no matter what website. That's a
1: great question. And I'm, and I have never been asked that before. So I'm working through the systems in my head to make sure that my answer is correct. Um, I think I, and I think the answer unfortunately is yes and no where yes, you can put those keywords in whatever those, you know, Again, using the buzzwords. Also, like on the, while we're on the topic of marketing remarks for listings, write everything out. Do not use these little um, abbreviations that make absolute sense to you as a realtor, but I on Zillow as a consumer or on Realtor.com have no clue what you're talking about. So write. Br like things...
0: for bedroom and.
1: Yeah, I think that no you know one... br br and and bed, and then even sqft for square feet those are relatively common knowledge and you can get away with it. But I see so many abbreviations that I couldn't even tell you what they mean because I'm, you know, I'm not a realtor, like sell, buying and selling. So I'm looking at this as a consumer going, I don't know what this is. So write things out. And, and, but, but, so I think it's, that definitely helps the, um, the uh, readability. Um, And then the other part of it is, you know, you can use these keywords and you can get them to, um, read better, and maybe show up in the search results a little bit, but I don't think that sites like um, Zillow or what have you, the big ones are formulated to bring up specific listings based on keywords, if that, that makes sense. So if you have a website and the MLS feeds to your website, Right. and you have those words on your site, then yes, it will help the SEO there for sure.
0: So that's my question because a lot of times, and I'm, I don't know if I should get more specific in how I explain things, and I think this mm-hmm. is huge for real estate agents and listing agents to think about what they write, not just beautiful three-bedroom, three-bath home on the corner of Fletcher. I don't know where Fletcher came from. Sure. Um, on the corner of Fletcher, um, call agent. But what if they took that and said, Mm -hmm. you know, beautiful three-bedroom, three-bath home in St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands, nearby to uh, downtown Christiansted, where there's lots Mm -hmm. of restaurants and start naming Mm -hmm. off those restaurants. Um, And explaining like you could hop on a boat, you could go to the beach and Mm -hmm. beaches and things.
1: I think, yeah, it would help from your website's perspective. And a, lot, and a lot,
0: and a lot
1: of feed to yes.
0: personalized well, But
1: website. like, but what I, what I don't want people thinking, and I don't think this is what you're saying at all, but it's just something that's, that is hitting my head. It's not going, you know, that information feeding to other syndication sites is not going to help your SEO because right. it'll, it'll make the listings readable and like a much more informational experience. But it is not, yeah, it's not going to help your website because it's your listing, but it will help your website on your website. Right. Does that make sense? I know. that it
0: d- Will it help? Okay. So let's erase that. Yeah. That's erase like, Yeah. And realtor.com. Yes. And it, say it goes to our personal website. Yes. Then will that, so if someone's searching for uh, live near the beach in the Caribbean. hmm and they put that in there, mm-hmm. and that's in my listing, will that make it, that specific listing on my webpage pop up on that first page of Google?
1: Probably not, because of the way that the IDX feeds work. Okay. With, with the way that the feeds are feeding to websites. Now, what you could do, and this is again an extra step of work, you could write a blog post yep. for your listing.
0: That was gonna be my next question.
1: And so I, I, you totally could do that. And the other thing that goes into play here is video, because you know, you know how much I love video, but um, YouTube is owned by Google. So Google has fan, or sorry, YouTube has fantastic SEO with Google. So when you are doing a listing, a video for a listing, put the address in the video title. Whether and you could add, you know, new, hot new listing before it or luxury listing before it, um, but have that in the title, the address, and then in the description, like we've talked about, have those keywords, have the marketing remarks, excuse me, but have the address again as well. You know, the title is 123 Fletcher Street, um, St. Croix, and then the description starts with presenting 123 Fletcher Street on St. Croix listed by. Uh, JD Waldvogel, and then you've got all the marketing remarks underneath that. That will help that listing show up on the front page. Um,
0: I'm glad that you brought up video in YouTube as well. mm -hmm. Um, Because I know we're mainly talking about SEO. Yes. If if you post something on Facebook with these keywords, it's not necessarily going to pop up on Google, but Google loves because they own YouTube. Yeah. So you are highly suggesting Putting videos on YouTube, and that too will pop up as an SEO or search engine optimization. Yes,
1: yes. So the it will again time is a big part of it. It will pop up. Um, It will almost certainly pop up if you're googling the address. Okay. So if you're searching one two three Fletcher Street or even like Fletcher Street Saint Croix, the chances of your video popping up high on there are are good, Um, but. Again, the, the another big thing with YouTube is the consistency of it, where you do one video, you're not going to pop up on the front page right away. Um, but hey, if that video gets thousands of views and people are even using the word um, video in their search, you know, maybe it's like the, you know, video of St. Croix beaches or something like that. And you've got those keywords in your description. It's like, it is likely again, it's there. I can't, you can't ever promise anything, but these are all factors that play into the larger game. And the more you play the game, the more likely you are to pop up.
0: So let's compound a blog post on your website. Yeah. And then you insert a YouTube video that also has like those yeah. keywords.
1: Yeah. Does that's all that, of that
0: coming together, like that really will help you rise?
1: Yes, yeah. That, that's gonna be one of your, um. That's going to be like a high quality, high level SEO piece because you've got, you've got the keywords that you're writing. You've got, and again, a lot, I mentioned this earlier and I know that there's a specific term for it and I'm of course blanking on it, but the way you link to things between each other, like, you know, on your website, you say, click here to watch the YouTube video. You have it embedded in Mm -hmm. the YouTube video. You've got in the description, you've got a link to view the listing on your website, on social media, you're posting links to the, you know, like, the way you link to things and, and, and push things to and from each other also plays into it. Okay. So, so the more you do all of those things, if you've got a blog post where you've added beautiful images, you've added some opening paragraphs and the marketing stuff or the remarks, and then you say, click below to watch the video and you're linking to a YouTube video that you uploaded with, with a well formulated thumbnail and title, and like all of this stuff, you're going to have a great marketing piece and one that will highly influence your SEO.
0: So if really you were, we need to push like the video content on your website with keywords yeah. and there you might, if you did that consistently, that could. Yeah,
1: be- you, it would help immensely. I mean, again, it's mm-hmm. such a huge beast. Like the whole YouTube SEO thing could be its own conversation. I always tell people when I worked for SourceFed, which is one of the YouTube channels uh, that Discovery Channel owned, um, we would have a, daily meeting that lasted anywhere between 20 to 60 minutes that would, A, we would be discussing, picking our stories, you know, what are our videos going to be about? But then the majority of it was, what are we going to title this video? And what's the thumbnail going to look like? Like those two things are so important to YouTube optimization and, you know, like SEO within YouTube, you know, what comes up in the search results, all that stuff Um, that is its own thing compounding that with your website and YouTube uh, um, descriptions and tags and, and website tags and Google. And, you know, like there's so many factors of this that it is, it it is overwhelming. And again, if you simplify it, you go down to consistently writing original content or consistently writing content, putting stuff on your website and then linking, sharing that stuff. Writing stuff and sharing it—that'd that, be like the super, super simple way. Create content, share that content,
0: and you can share that yeah. through Facebook and Instagram. Instagram's hard to share links, so maybe not. Instagram. It is,
1: yeah, yeah. It is hard to share links. So I mean, you, you're either doing stories or you're doing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Facebook, emails, newsletters, um, you know, linking to other things on your own website. Like, hey, maybe you're doing it. You did a blog on. Um, top 10 summer vacation homes in St. Croix and then come December you're like you know top 10 uh, winter getaways in St. Croix and you in the article you say you know a few months ago we released a list of best rentals you know and you kind of like link to your previous articles linking to that is great if mm-hmm. you can get other businesses to share your content you know you do a tip for tat sort of a thing that's right. going to be great but yeah the, the more places you can put it um, so, and again, now we're getting really kind of granular, but if, if there are I would local... kind of
0: like to talk about content and creating sure. a content calendar almost in a sense, because I do think, yeah. you know, you're bringing up some really good ideas, like linking back to old blogs that you may have done, which we've yeah. done quite a few times, but not consistently. And then I also think you said having other businesses share. Yeah. So I think it's so important to, um, interview a new business or just a business in general or mm-hmm. the woman of the year or right. And make sure to interview them and not yeah. just write them an email, but go and visit them because if they get to know you as a human one, yes. that's another connection for you that I'm bringing it back to branding here. Yeah. Um, that's a way to brand yourself. Now they have a human behind it and they're really excited about it. So then they are going to share that article that comes up and says like, Oh my God, I'm yeah. so excited. Thank yeah. you Corinne, for writing this lovely piece about me. Mm-hmm. And then that's just more people to read it. People Absolutely. love hearing stuff about themselves.
1: They do. And and again, it goes back to it goes back to the value thing for me. Because I do I have a lot of agents and I never I, I always preface I never like make stories up for examples. Every story I ever pull from is a true story. But I've had multiple agents say stuff like, I want other people to share my stuff. How do I get them to do that? And it's like, okay, well, why should they?
0: Make right? it about like what, them, not Exactly.
1: About you. Make it about them, and and make sure that there is value for. Sorry, the dogs are in here, so I'm just making sure the I dogs are sleeping. Um, uh, make sure that there is value for the readers and the business. Because if I just ask a random business, say, "Hey, I'm a local realtor. Share my stuff," why? There's why right. on earth would I do that? Um, but if I interview you, talk with you, and like you said, get to know them in person, mm-hmm. then they're gonna be, "Hey." you know let's shoot a video together or let's you know let's do a, an interview for a blog post and then the thing that you add on top of that is what i would argue is more important is the relationship where not only are you building a relationship with them for this for this connection but right. they they like you now ideally and right. they send referrals to you and they and again it's about it's about um con- yeah building the relationships that have you, you have to build relationships and mean it you can't just try to build, I've been around so many people in real estate and out in LA in the, in the entertainment industry who were purely in it for themselves. And I, I have you seen can it you know, I've-
0: through that. I think everyone yeah. can see through that.
1: You, absolutely. You can. you can. You can see when people are casing the room, when they are looking for the most valuable player in the room or the person who um, can do the most for them. And I, not only do you not think of them positively, but you think about them negatively. And if someone has an experience with you where that's what they walk away thinking, you're shooting yourself in the foot more than you're helping them. And so you have to, or helping yourself, I'm sorry. So you have to be genuine. You just have to be authentic and ideally likable. That Um, is
0: branding you real estate. That's like the whole thing that I'm pushing. Well, not really pushing. Yeah, I know. Yes, you you have to start from a place of there. And that goes into a whole other deeper thing. Mm-hmm. But, hey, that plays into SEO as well.
1: It does, yeah. It, it really does because then you you have people who, you know, in a perfect world, they're going, oh, man, Corinne's stuff is great. We should share more of it on our page because it's relevant to our community. So now they're sharing stuff from your page, from your website, um, without you even asking for it. They right. just like what you write and find it valuable, so they share it
0: just a small example, but it wasn't like a blog post or anything. Mm -hmm. I was like out to breakfast and Mm -hmm. I was about to head to a showing, but I was like, let me go get some coffee and check out this little,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: this little coffee shop. And I went there Mm -hmm. and they were so sweet. And I was like, can I take some pictures and post it? And then they were so sweet and brought me like a free locally made fresh pressed juice. And so I filmed that and then I tagged them in a story. And then they reshared that story, and then we yeah. got a couple likes from it, and we had people reaching out like, "Oh my God, I can't wait to try them." And it was just I provided value to the readers and to this local business, which I right. add so much because they
1: Well and think about how what genuine all that was too, where it was like, you know, I, I always kind of say too, in terms of the authenticity, find things that you are passionate about or that right. you enjoy, because then it will be natural for you. So and if you, you
0: write or video something that, again, is natural to you, and yes. this is where a lot of times I talk about an ICA, ideal customer avatars, then you attract like people. So yeah, if you yes. write about yes. doing yoga and meditation and all of that, then you attract like people who are also into that.
1: Exactly. You yeah, like I totally agree. Connection. Yeah, I mean I always, you know, to, the the simplest version of that to me is like I love our homes for dog stuff that the brand does, that Cobalt Banker does. We do a lot with community events and pet adoptions and like I have seen examples in St. Croix and and around the our country the country where just that connection already makes people feel warmer to the brand or to an agent. We love the
0: listing because or This is so what we heard, but someone uh-huh. <laughs> worked with another agent mm-hmm. because of their dog connection. Like maybe they had the same dog or something like sure, that.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. And, and I th- think honestly,
0: also, like I've spoken with people and I talk about my dogs or my baby and that's yeah. how I've won people over.
1: Absolutely. So yeah. i write and, a blog
0: about Madeline's uh, explores St. Croix.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, that actually would be a really great okay. series.
0: So this is top secret. There's no one on it. I created an Instagram for it. Okay. Stone, i think explores stx
1: okay don't look it up yet
0: i just okay. heard it yesterday because i was like this is gonna be great that
1: that is actually fantastic i love that i'm just gonna I get don't, it i'm just gonna
0: there's only one picture of her stx an island naked baby on the beach enjoying the sunset and then you'll well, be like oh yeah i know you have to tell
1: me because i'm gonna i'm probably not finding it i'm not finding it, but i think that is that's
0: genius. fine that's fine but... I just, now everyone's going to know
1: well yeah well hopefully by this comes myself. out But, you know, but but again, you're right. Babies, dogs, sports, all of these things are things that if you are passionate about it, other people are too. And you then, I mean, not to do some self-promotion here, but I also have my own podcast, which is not real estate related. It's only about the band Bare Naked Ladies. But like my buddy and I started it and we, you know, talk about the band and we are literally nobodies, right? We're just two dudes who like talking about this band and people when we're posting this in our forums they're telling us first of all people wanted to listen like you know we I and then we also have an idea for the second band that we want to do when we get through it and I posted on that band's forum hey would you guys listen to this if this was a thing my buddy and I do this and so many people said yes they have no clue who we are they have no clue if we are qualified or anything But those common interests bring people together to the point that they want to interact with people who are like them or have the same interests as them. So like the things that you are, you know, like I said, posting a picture of your dog, of your baby, of you do, you know, of yoga, of, of being a foodie, of any of this stuff might be exactly what endears you to a person to make them want to work with you. What literally any of these things can make someone want to work with you. Bring it back it yet. to
0: SEO. We're talking about Yes, content. I know. Yes. So I was like, well, right. I want to make sure that the listeners know that like, we are talking about content and ways to build it and don't overthink it and look within yourself
1: mm-hmm. yes. of what yes. you
0: love and then build content there. And then also what exactly. buyers and sellers are asking of you. Right. I just right. want to bring it back to where you and I are going on this. So someone's like, what are they talking about? Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. It's, you it's guys changing. will
0: learn JD and I could just talk literally for five hours probably. Mm hmm. Mm hmm about different Sorry, yes,
1: we got I got passionate about that part. No, I that, no, and I love it's it. It's one of the most important things. So,
0: but I wanted to bring it back to content. SEO. So the yes. way for you to come up with content is look within yourself. What do you love? And yes. what are questions that are coming in from buyers and sellers and people looking to move to your area? Yes. And yes. look at your community and how you can support them. Make it about them.
1: Yeah, the I
0: can you find content ideas.
1: I think it is the hardest way to look for content is to sit there and make yourself try to come up with a list of things. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, oh, give, yeah. you know, I'm going to make myself come up with 10 topics. That's not a bad tactic, but it can be the, the trickiest because you're making yourself write down. It's like an assignment. you know. Right. And I think the best way to do it, but again, it takes that switch in your head to think about it differently. The best way to do it Is to think is to look in the world around you what are you interested in what do you find passion in what do you and your family or your immediate sphere do on a day-to-day basis or in a week to you know what's important to you and your immediate sphere and then like you said what questions are people asking you what things topically are going on in your community or in your country or just in your not social sphere but in the in the bubbles that you are in what is going on that you can add to add to the conversation you know like not just write a blog for the for the sake of it but where could you add value to the conversation and sometimes the value again is just adding your voice to the to the conversation hey here's what i think here's my opinion on this or my thoughts that's still value um but The short version is like, look at the world around you because there is content everywhere. You just need to have that switch turned on where you go, um, what, what am I going to make content on? What am I going to, uh, I think
0: there's a great, uh, you can marry the two of planning it out and then also kind of flying by the city of your pants. So like, yes. Oh, absolutely. Example of how I was at the coffee shop and I was like, let me snap some pictures since I have this fancy phone. Um. And tag them and interact. And then I met them personally. And now we have a connection. They have my mm-hmm. card. I left a couple cards there. So yeah. we connected socially on social networks. And then we connected mm-hmm. on a human level. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just very genuine because it wasn't planned out in a sense as right. well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I think There's a
0: beauty to both. Mm-hmm. Um, the planning keeps you on track. But flying by the seat of your pants when you're like, oh my God, it's a beautiful... You have
1: to be. Yeah. Place, you, you can't have this mindset exactly. of like... Well, I already had this one f- planned out, so I have to do this today. Right. No, like- do, Switch it up yeah, if
0: your mind yeah. and body and soul are feeling you want to write about something else.
1: Right, exactly. No, I, I completely agree. You have to be, you have to have a little bit of fly by the seat of your pants. You, you have to for things to, to feel. That's the stuff that feels the most natural and most organic. Um, and
0: then it will because, come out in your tone even when writing or doing a video so much more naturally. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I think people really undervalue- or maybe under realize how much of yourself comes through in what you're writing,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I'm a big believer. Uh, and you know, you have to be, you have to balance this a little bit more with SEO. But I'm a big believer in just writing from the heart and doing a second take at something. You know, like just get everything out and then go back on it and go, okay, I need to change this I need to this add this in some bit.
0: keywords, maybe take out yeah some fluff. Add in a couple exactly, of here. exactly. I but like, it. lead with I your think heart that's the heart. Come back and work on the SEO later.
1: Exactly. hundred percent. A hundred percent.
0: We have, is there anything missing from SEO that you feel like we need to touch on?
1: I mean, probably, you know, like I said, it's, it's so massive. There's so much. Yeah, well, the
0: simple I, version that yes. the takeaways that we want agents to, that they can do, that they can do. Yes. It's,
1: just, it's just, awesome create. To add
0: to that. just create. Just
1: create. No, I create as much as you can. I think, uh, the consi- Like I said, especially with SEO, more than even social to a degree, the consistency is so, so important. Um, you need to do it. You will not get results in a week or two weeks. You, you need, need to, to be as
0: consistent as publishing a post every Monday at 9 a.m. Or can it just be like, no. my goal is just to get one out once a week. Uh,
1: Well, w- once a day. I was, I mean, again, a blog if you're doing... Once a day or or a few a few blog maybe monday wednesday friday like i said no i i always go back to i know it's a lot it's a lot um i always go back to what fred was able to achieve which is getting to number 2 by blogging and again we'll say daily we know it wasn't every single day but blogging daily and he got to number 2 on google so i guess you could say maybe if you did not frequently
0: simplify the way i was doing blogs because it would i mean maybe i was just so yeah. i would reread everything and i would rewrite it. And especially when you're interviewing someone, it could mm-hmm. take hours.
1: Absolutely. Took two I, no, but hours, this, but this is know. what I'm saying, man. It's, it is a time suck. If you, I mean, there are people who, like you said, who work for companies whose sole job is the SEO of the website. Who, When I, when I worked at SourceFed I and I was the website manager, I had three writers whose sole job was to write for this website and get content on there. Like, there are people doing it on that level and so i guess what i would say one of the important takeaways that we talked about in the beginning and to bring it back is adding that hyper local feel to it is very important because you know things about your communities that the big guys don't know
0: and add
1: it exactly and adding that flair to your pieces again talking about local neighborhoods talking about local restaurants um local events going on adding that stuff if you're trying to raise your SEO locally will play a huge part in it because that's the stuff they are not going to be picking up on. So once people start to, if if it's a new, you know, not to use it specifically, if it's a new development, it's probably not going to be searched all that much right in the beginning, but But as it builds and grows, Mm -hmm. exactly. And if you've been talking about it in some capacity for a while, there's not gonna be that many other results. So when people do start searching for it, you're gonna pop up in those earlier results.
0: How do you find, I, cause I feel like we have to go soon, we have so much stuff here, but how do you figure out what phrases work? Cause I have it in here, identify phrases, but how do you do that? How do you identify yeah, I think, phrases are work? So the,
1: the, the, the direct answer to that is the phrases that you want to um, appear for in the results what are you hoping to appear in? Is it luxury waterfront? Is it vacation homes? Is it island getaway? You know, find those words. And then it is in terms, of, I, I would almost say it's more keywords than phrases because it's, it's key terms than phrases because you want to find those terms and then you want to organically or naturally. For a
0: system. a I know that there's a cost to it where you can search what the top search keywords are.
1: Uh, yeah. So there's, there's, oh, what's it called? Google. I can't think Google,
0: of it right now. I knew it earlier.
1: Um, it might be Google in- Google trends. Google trends is one of them. Now that's on a massive level. Okay. So if I, if I, let I me mean, actually, let me just type in St. Croix and see what happens. I can see um, people's interest in terms over time on a very, like, I know that this isn't going to be helpful for the, for the viewers. Oh, I can't screen share. Everyone. Um, I can do it by region and by, you know, interest by end time interest over time, um, by searches over the past few, you know, couple of years. Um, and they will give you related queries that you can use. So if people are searching St. Croix, they're also searching St. Croix Falls, St. Croix Island, St. Croix Falls. So like that is a way to do it.
0: Did you find that just now in?
1: Trends.google.com.
0: Trends. And is that, do you have to pay for that?
1: No, you just, I I just went right to it. Uh, it,
0: uh, Trends.google.com.
1: Yeah. And and we use this a lot at Discovery when we were doing stuff um, because finding what trends were, what content to talk about.
0: So I heard, I was listening many months ago. I listened to another SEO podcast. That's where I got the idea. And I was like, I need an SEO person. Little did I know I had one right in front of me, um, Pinterest. Mm-hmm. So supposedly you can go look on Pinterest and start typing out words, and then Pinterest pop up will autofill yeah. to show you what people are searching for.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I I can't speak to how those autofills are ranked. I guess is yeah. it the mo- is it consi- you know is it the most posts over the past seven days? Is it the most posts over the past thirty days? But no, you're right. That is that is a great way to do it. I mean. Um, you know you, you could do that with Google and YouTube. it's a little less reliable because they're such broad uh, uh, platforms. Pinterest right. is a little bit more uh, but Pinterest um, would have focused. to be
0: your ideal customer avatar using Pinterest. Yes,
1: which yes, not, absolutely. Not
0: everyone uses Pinterest.
1: No, I for me, I always say Pinterest is a um, sort of supplemental platform the way I look at it where, first of all, the best way to use it, I think the, the the most direct way is like, how can, it's a great way to engage with customers, sellers or buyers, right? Okay. Well, this, you know, you're having trouble explaining to me how, what kind of home you're looking for. Why don't you make a Pinterest board and
0: okay. we can look
1: at that together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also had somebody who said that they were using it for, um, they were doing lifestyle content on Pinterest, right? Three beautiful bedroom designs or bathroom designs, and then linking to their website, in the Beatrice post. Mm -hmm. So it was again, not necessarily lead generating, but uh, working on their SEO and SEO SEO because you're again, you're linking to um, your website on another platform. And you know, it's the same with, I don't actually, I don't even want to use that comparison, but if you get, if it it strikes gold and people are seeing it a lot, okay, you might've just got 3000 new clicks on your website over September and October. That's going to be great for your website's SEO. Right. So I think I, a lot is, of it is
0: I've been running into a lot of people who are, only use Pinterest. I listened to another podcast, Now I'm a podcast mm-hmm. junkie. Yeah, um, yeah. but they were talking about Pinterest and how that that was their only source of income. That's a whole other topic, but uh, I went on Yeah, look at I you that know, for real estate. I don't know. If I know. always
1: feel like and I try to tell people this when they're starting out with as a new agent. I I tell people like You are going to find more value if you focus on one thing and learn it and master it, as opposed to spread yourself thin. Like people who say, "I'm going to start a Facebook, an Instagram, a Twitter, a LinkedIn, a TikTok, (laughs) a Snapchat, a a Pinterest," and you're like, "You're not going to do any of those things well because you're going to be spread so thin." And for you, someone say
0: so much energy and so much time and produce nothing.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you, if someone says, "I'm going to master Pinterest," and they really take the time to do that. It's then they very probably doable. Will.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Get but,
0: something from that. But it
1: becomes a, a you know like okay. And again, Pinterest is an ICA platform. Like you're saying, you are finding your ideal customers, people who really match your interest. And it is a more niche platform than mm-hmm. Facebook or Instagram. But there may be more value there because it is so niche.
0: Right. So, Let's see yeah. if that works for you. So yeah. I want to leave everyone. Um, Because like we were saying, JD and I could talk for hours and jumping around and getting excited. I just want to itemize really quickly everything that we went through. So we talked about SEO, uh, Mm -hmm. obviously that was the entire thing, and hyper local with your content. Content is king. Consistent content is like king of the the king. Right, yeah. I don't even know what that is. Um, And let's see what else. Ooh. Layering a YouTube video and putting yes. that inside of your content even mm-hmm. gives you more leverage and more yes. views and will help your SEO.
1: Yeah. And I would, as a, as a hyphen to that in general, YouTube in general is great with SEO and is a great, um, sort of brand builder in that same term. Because again, YouTube is so a billion hours of YouTube watched every day. People have spent so much time on there. Um, and because of the SEO relationship with Google, in and of itself, YouTube is a good SEO builder. So linking into of the articles, like we were saying, is like the master way of doing it. But just being present on YouTube is also helpful.
0: Okay. So then we'll come to content. And content, again, goes to keywords. And you can get, identify these phrases or keywords by using trends.google.com.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then great. also you want to... Tag them. Most blogging platforms offer a they have tag. That feature,
1: yep. You if, want- honestly, if they don't, don't use that platform. <laughs> like right. it, that should be kind of compulsory nowadays with a with a blogging platform.
0: And then make the title very catchy.
1: Yeah.
0: What else am I missing for any of that content? Um, of course, is it hyper local, coming from the heart, going yeah, natural- yeah. That's what I was gonna say. The
1: the, the the coming from the heart thing, where you want to balance the keyword aspect of it and the Um, I guess you could say the readability of it. You know, you want it to sound natural. You want it to read like an article. You don't want it to seem like that's just keywords. So,
0: sometimes what I did, um, and I used to write the blogs for Conal Banker Synchro Reality during kind of like that mm -hmm. transition. Sure. Um, Yeah. 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 And one, like I'm already super busy. So I was trying to be efficient with my time. And I always have Mm -hmm. ideas coming. So I'm like, let Mm -hmm. me just record this while I'm driving. And I would record and auto-dictate even though it came out a little funny into my yeah. notes but then it gave it more of a, a human sound to it and not so real. yeah yeah
1: It's mean,
0: a great I idea i was gonna say you standards. definitely go
1: through it but no in general i think that's a great idea there's a great idea. um
0: i think we touched on we talked about content oh my god there's such good information here and like you said link everything to each other link it back to blogs share yes. everything on all of your platforms yes Post daily, yes. which just sounds crazy to me or it's a lot
1: yeah we're, and again we're you know I, I like to give the it's kind of like a negotiating thing where it's like this is what's going to get you the best results. Chances are you're not going to start blogging daily because it's too much of a time commitment but if that's your inter your head goal and you're only doing three or four a week, that's still better than you doing one a week right. so again you know it might take a little bit longer, but you're still in a better place than if you were doing like I said, one a week or something like that. So um, reach for the stars and you know, you'll know you probably land a little bit lower, but that's okay.
0: One of my biggest takeaways that I want to mm-hmm. add to my list, at least in, in partnership with our total banker brokerage is mm-hmm. to, because that already gets so much SEO, but I want yeah. to write an article. We have so many, our team specifically has spectacular unique properties that have yeah. great stories behind them. So what I, and we did this for our cane garden estate, if you remember. I remember that Um, listing. Yeah. Wrote a story. I love
1: that listing. Oh, so amazing. (laughs) Yeah. We
0: wrote a story about that rather than making it just a listing. And I have Mm -hmm. several properties I would like to do that with. The story behind the house, whether it has history or maybe you talk about the architecture of it, maybe someone who's in there designed it beautifully. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'll
0: turn that into a blog post rather than a listing because that, idx speed kind of messes with the searchability of those
1: yeah for sure all right i think we
0: covered so much i don't even know how long it was but i know it's such good information
1: (laughs) yeah oh that's the thing i hopefully when people are listening they find they hear the value in it so they just it doesn't matter how long something is if it's good it's right. kind of what I always go back to, right? So hopefully there's value. Hopefully people find it, you know, right. it could be
0: short and and as long as it has value in it. And I feel like yep. I felt so I needed this humongous article in order yeah. for it to be valuable, but I could just do uh, two paragraphs of.
1: Well, know. and again, it depends on the, the I, I, I agree hesitantly because it depends on the value or the goal of your value for SEO. 100%. If you're going to post this and share this across all your social media and newsletters, then make you want to make sure it's it's worth people's reading. You know, you Absolutely. want. Absolutely, well, that's good.
0: where the value comes in. Yes,
1: exactly, exactly. But no, yeah, you can. It's ultimately when it comes to SEO, it's about the quantity and making sure it it it's there more than anything. Right. Yeah.
0: All right. Well. Cool. Cool. I think we got it all. Awesome. <laughs> well, because I only know how to stop. Re- well, we'll stop recording in a second. I do want to say thank you so much for being here now twice. You're like my go good. Yeah. I love you it. So comfortable with this um, interviewing and yeah. this podcast. You've been one of my biggest supporters from the beginning. So thank mm-hmm. you yeah. so much, JD. Thank you and- for, ha-
1: for having me back.
0: And I'm so, he taught me, J.D. taught me that really I shouldn't be saying podcast. It's much more <laughs> like go into the pod or listen.
1: I, I will also say yeah. I have never been someone in my life who has been cool. So I might be misguided in telling you. I don't know.
0: That. I don't know. I think you're starting a trend here. So thanks for joining okay. on the pod today. today.
1: <laughs> of course. <laughs>
0: and to everyone listening, thank you for joining on the pod and happy mm-hmm. branding.